Erasmus Talk, brought to you by the University of Malta. Why, why do we choose Malta like, as our preferred university? So, I come from the University of Greenwich, which is based in London, yeah. and um, two students from the Criminology Department had the opportunity to take part in Erasmus and Malta was the only choice we had. So compulsory, we, like for your... It's, it wasn't compulsory, we had to go through an interview process to get the place. We had to fill out an online application with all of our details, a brief outline why we think we're suitable. Yeah. And then from there they shortlisted it to um, online Zoom interviews. And you had to present yourself as like an ideal candidate yeah. or something? And so that during the interview they were asking questions like what makes you think you'd be like suitable to go abroad? Do you think you'd be fine surviving? It was like, although it was online, I could still see him, so I could still see the interviewer's reactions yeah. to my questions. And I couldn't, because and it was online, I couldn't like get a sense of if I was doing well or not. Moving away to a different country, like, had you done that before? Yeah, so um, when I was 17, I went to Spain for a month as part of Erasmus um, with college. I done work experience in Seville, and I was um, running a Segway company, which was great fun. Apprehensive, like, to move to a country for the full year, though, because... Yeah, 100%. So I didn't get an option whether I wanted to do one semester or the full year. It was the full year or nothing. Okay. So it was a big decision and yeah, I don't know, I think I made a list and was like pros and cons and eventually I just thought, why not? And if I don't like it, I can always leave. And how have you found it so far, like now the, the first semester is nearly over? Um, well, I think it's definitely been a crazy experience. Definitely. But in a good way because back home I wouldn't have had this opportunity opportunity to meet so many people from different backgrounds. And like the student body here like is so massive, the international student body, that you get to meet so many new people and This stuff. is it, back home, it's very UK based so... Which is, which is like, I mean that's like the norm for like every uni but I feel like it's so different here where you get such like a wide... I wanted yeah. to learn about different cultures and how they live compared to how I live. Yeah. And so, how coming here, like the initial move, how was like your housing situation and stuff? How did you find that? Um, so I found my housing through an online estate agent website. So I had originally put in an application for a different house, which is owned by the same landlord, but that property had already gone. So he suggested I move into my current apartment. But it was, it was a stressful process because obviously I couldn't come and view it yeah, beforehand, so I wasn't 100% sure if it was legit. Like the international people, had, some of them had come over like a month before or something, like seeing the places and stuff. Yeah. And I just like rocked up at the airport and I was like... Literally, I, I didn't have a clue where my flat was or anything. Yeah, people from like the Erasmus group have turned up and they've not had an apartment to go to. Yeah. They've been Which is really tricked. scary. It's extremely scary. Especially because, had you been to Malta before? You hadn't. I'd never. Yeah, so that, that just makes it even worse because... 
Like, I didn't really have a clue about Malta before yeah. I moved here. <laughs> the basics, but very basics. Yeah. But um, in terms of finance as well, how you've been finding, like budgeting and stuff, do you think it's the same as the UK? Do you think it's different? Um, I think for me, it is slightly different because my student loan comes in as um, English pounds sterling. Yeah. So I have to work out what the exchange rate would be and how much money I'm going to okay. get when I convert it. And I would also say I feel like food prices here are quite expensive yeah. compared to back home. Definitely. And there's not many like cheap options. Even basic supermarkets like Lidl, I find the stock that they have very limited. Mm. Every area that you live, you either have one or two supermarkets or like if you don't use them then you've got yeah, nowhere really. This is it. There's quite a few convenience stores but they are very expensive. Yeah. They do charge a lot. And also going out as like students here just tends to cost more than the UK. I don't know if that's your experience but that... See it's difficult because back home I would pay entrance. Yeah. But then I wouldn't necessarily get a free drink with it. True, true. So if I was to like work it out financially, it's probably roughly the same. Yeah. But I'd say drinks can be cheaper here if you go to the right yeah. places. Interesting. And food, like restaurants. Um, but here I would say uni life is quite relaxed compared it's to very back relaxed. home. Um, yeah, I feel like it's quite unorganised. I don't know mm. if other departments are the same, but the criminology department especially, quite a few people I know have said that it's not very good. I've been told by lecturers that it's a cultural thing. I've been told, like, the first, the first lecture I had with one particular lecturer, she was like, oh, just expect your lecture to start at least 20 minutes late yeah. every time. I feel like the workload is a lot more relaxed very relaxed than I was expecting I was expecting um, to have quite a lot of assignments and exam prep to do yeah because I'm doing a mixture of second and third year modules so how would that compare to your UK stuff it would be harder back home I'd say I was expecting it to be harder here because I'm doing third year modules as well yeah which is obviously like the end of the degree mm -hmm. so I was expecting it to be a lot more challenging, but for me, on a weekly basis, I have my lectures and that's it. I don't have required reading to do. I don't have any prep to do before the um, lectures and any reading I choose to do that I have to find it myself. The setup is just lectures, there's nothing else. There's no yeah. workshops, there's no seminars. Like back home, I'd have tutorials each week. And I feel like you connect with a lot of the people in your class a lot more. Here, it's so isolated because it's just lectures. You sit in a room and you just have to listen. And like I feel hours. like um, my point of contact, my coordinator, is quite unreliable. Sometimes I email her and I don't get a response for days. Yeah. And then by then it's too late. I Which for an international student, you need that point of yeah. like contact all the time. I think that's one of the main things that was worrying me beforehand when I was trying to organise my learning agreement. And I, because I was back in the UK, obviously yeah. I couldn't 
just go on going onto campus and speak to her. So it was quite difficult to get a response. And How does like Maltese culture compare to like British culture? Um, I would say it's very different to what I'm used to back home. And I think that's mainly because there's a lot more international people here. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different like opinions and culture conflicts. Yeah. And it's about understanding each other's perspectives and obviously we're all from different backgrounds. Yeah. So it's about like trying to work your way around that. And I'd say in some aspects the Maltese culture is quite far behind from what I'm used to back home mm-hmm. in the sense of the way people view each other, the way people deal with emotions and, yeah. and also, help each other out as yeah. well. Maltese culture, I feel like there's so much emphasis on being honest. Like they will just say whatever that's yeah. on their mind. It can be a bit too much, especially when it comes to like serious topics or something. Yeah, for me, like during some of my lectures, they've said stuff which I would, we would consider I would, offensive, yeah. Yeah, racist or yeah, yeah. homophobic or whatever. Same. Um, and for me, it's like a big culture shock because I'm like, okay, oh, actually, I'm in Malta, that's acceptable yeah. for them. But back home, it wouldn't be. Which I mean, like, their intention is probably not to be. I mean, they're educators, so they're probably just like talking about it. But the way they the way they say it is not really like. I don't think it's acceptable. Like, no, I but, wouldn't say it. But is. It's, I think it's because of the culture that we grew up in and so. Hundred percent. I think they a lot of Maltese people are straight to the point. Very, yeah. They don't have much of a filter. Mm-hmm. If they want to say something, they're going to say it. And yeah. you kind of have to deal with it however you feel necessary. And we both had experiences of, like, being out as students, just, like, enjoying an eye out and, like, having, like, our stuff, like, stolen and stuff. Yeah. Which, which, I mean, is normal in, like, a student city, but I feel like it's very common in Malta. And See, I never knew about that. Like I never, I looked up the crime rates and stuff, but it never occurred to me that it would be this bad. See, for me, it wasn't normal. Although back home, crime rates are quite high. Even mm-hmm. back in Hastings, crime rates have gone up over the years. Yeah. Um, but I'd never experienced having anything taken on a night out or yeah. even during the day. I'd never experienced that. When it happened to us, we were with a large group of friends as well. From like people I've spoken to within the police force um, in St Julian's, it's actually very common that yeah. it happens around certain areas. And like from what they've told me, they can't actually do anything really because there's so many reports. Mm-hmm. And for them, it's not serious enough to take their time and investigate it. Erasmus Talk. Brought to you by the University of Malta.